Welcome back, radio entrepreneurs, listeners, and fans. I'm producer Nathan Gobes. Excited to be back here in the studio, filling in for Jeffrey Davis. But I'm more excited because we have a returning veteran at my side, Peter Meyerson, retired uh, uh, attorney and author. Welcome back, Peter. Uh, thank you, Nathan. It's really exciting to be back here and, and interviewing guests. Thank you for quite, having me. Yeah, it's been quite some time since you've been uh, in the studio. I think your first, first time in the virtual studio. Uh, but without further ado, why don't we skip ahead to introducing the guest. Uh, we have with us Sarah Noel Block, content marketer at Tiny Marketing. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. It's always a joy to talk to new people. <laughs> yeah, us as well. And, you know, that's a lot of why we do this. Uh, why don't you start by telling us about Tiny Marketing? What do you do and uh, what do you focus on? Yeah, so I started it from being in a place where I was overwhelmed being a one-person marketing department for a seven-company group and um, just overwhelmed, ready to break down my cubicle until I figured out a good formula to be able to get the most out of marketing. So now I take that formula that I created when I worked for that company and I use it with all of my clients who have small marketing departments. We create content using a system that that gets you more traffic, more eyes on your content, and it takes less time to do. So, so do you have any particular industry that you focus on? I do. Um, I focus a lot on pretty much anything that takes place, like a building, <laughs> real estate, specifically around real estate investing and building materials, building like facility management. Those are my my main focuses. And then I have um, anything in marketing because, you know, uh, that's what I do. I work in marketing. So I work with a lot of marketing SaaS companies as well. Makes sense. Yeah, so I'm sure a lot you... of those. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mason. Uh, all right. I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of those companies that are focused on, um, you know, on their real estate investing and uh, construction, marketing is not really one of the areas that they build out significantly. And so if they even, if they have a team, it's probably small, like you said. Yes. I mean, what, when I'm saying that I was a one-person marketing department for seven companies, it was with a construction company. So that just tells you where they're at with marketing. But um, I do, they do know that they need marketing and they need that awareness around them. So I do content. So I'll do their blogs, videos, podcasts, email, social media, because they, they do, they need a presence. They need to be known for something or they're going to be washed out. I, I mean, you're the perfect guest for radio entrepreneurs. You know, you're an entrepreneur. Um, did you ever think that you were going to be an entrepreneur growing up? Hmm, that's a good question. Growing up, actually, we were talking about this before we hit record. Growing up, I thought I'd be a writer, and I would consider myself a writer still. I write content for my, I find the story in the data that we have, and I make it interesting. And then I, I do a lot of writing. So in a way, <laughs> I thought I'd be a writer growing up. And then um, I always had this vision of being able to 
create my own thing, design my own life. I've always had this idea that whatever, however I wanted my life to be, I could make it that way. I could design it that way. And that's what I did. Excellent. That's, that's, that's very engaging, actually, from my <laughs> point of view. But being a writer is also entrepreneurial. Yeah. 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 So in a way, I always thought I'd be an entrepreneur on my own. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, how, how do you get your clients? Content. <laughs> Doing exactly what I do for my clients. All of my clients come in from inbound and the relationships that I build through through that experience. So a lot of my clients are people that have met me through the other work I've done, or they saw one of my articles, they watch my my videos, I do live streams every week, they listen to my podcasts. Content marketing really does work. I started off with using, you know, borrowing other people's audiences, doing all of my content marketing in other people's publications that already had an established audience. And then eventually I got big enough that people started to go to me and find my own content looking for me. Do you have any employees? I don't have any full-time employees, but I have a full team of contractors. I think that probably works best. I think so too. You can scale up or down as you need. I don't need all that. <laughs> Uh, you know, the question is, when do you want to be a big business? Yeah, I don't know if I ever want to be a big business. I like my life exactly how it is. <laughs> where, where are you located? I'm in Chicago. I mean, there there really is no boundary anymore. Yeah, we have a cabin in the middle of the woods, and I work there half the time. <laughs> I can work yeah. anywhere. It's lovely. <laughs> To, uh, to go back to something you were saying earlier about, um, you know, helping these companies find their story amongst their, their data and, and, you know, what makes them them, um, you know, I'm sure for a lot of the clients you're working on, uh, they, you know, again, like what I was saying earlier, they're looking at their day-to-day, -day, they're looking at the construction, they're looking at their, their real estate, and, you know, it may be hard to see the story of what makes them unique. Um, do you want to talk about, you know, some of that process of, of how you help them find that? Yeah. So I think of it like a Venn diagram. <laughs> On one side, it's the solutions that the company has. This is These are the problems that they solve. On the other, it's their ideal customer and the problems that they have. That what meets in the middle, <clears throat> that is where the content lies. You want to have that that overlap, the solutions that you that you have and the problems that they solve. And that is where you want to focus. And that's how I create their content themes. Hmm. So I usually, I recommend that they have around four content themes. So they get known for very specific things within their industry. And that's niching down on what you talk about is how you really get known for something, how people start to come to you for something. So that's where we start. These are our four overarching themes that we're going to be talking about across all channels. And then we'll dig a little bit deeper into, we'll use like Spark Torah. We'll use their original research. We'll use the data that they get through their analytics. 
and see like what questions people are asking. What are people going to their website for? What are people talking about that are in the similar industry than them? And then we can build out a content calendar based off of that. So you're mostly uh, focused on, on the content side of things particularly, is that correct? Yeah. So um, I guess my next question is, you know, I think you mentioned that a lot of the company client, <laughs> clients you work with may, may have a marketing person, but it's, you know, just one person or, or it's a small team. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to talk about how you interface with, uh, with existing marketing teams, especially, you know, I'm sure there's, there's listeners uh, out there, there's companies that say, oh, well, why would I need to hire Sarah? I've already got somebody. And, you know, they may, they may think that that person they have is maybe not doing as much as they would hope, but um, they think, well, I've already got somebody. So, you know, how, yeah. how do you interface with the teams that, that already exist? Yeah, well, they rely pretty heavily on me. I have one client who, after I handed over the work, they're like, okay, we can breathe again. We can hand over this piece of our marketing and know that it's being handled. I'll integrate with them and I'll work with them on overarching like marketing plans. And um, I'll be I'll sit in on their meetings and figure out what content would make sense to support their campaigns or what services or products that they're really trying to push that quarter. And then I'll build out my content plan around that. And um, so it's fully like a workshopping experience where we're working together, but everything's done for them and they get the benefit of not just me um but my team we have researchers we have editors so what they get is polished and ready to go nice peter do you have any questions before we wrap up yeah i was sort of so what are the biggest challenges you have yeah i would say scaling um i do we were talking about this earlier how i get a lot of inbound leads and I am the primary creator on my team. So figuring out the best way to grow without growing pains, without you know it affecting my clients in any way is probably the most difficult thing. It's something I'm always working on getting better at, always working to figure out the best way to do project management between all of my clients and divvy up my time and delegate the right things and keep and keep the right things. So I'm doing the creation and all of those exterior things that aren't client facing are being taken care of by other people using that Eisenhower matrix to figure out the best way to outsource and insource. It's interesting. Sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, something that a lot of entrepreneurs can can relate to, you know, what, <laughs> but... whether they're in a similar <laughs> a similar industry as you with marketing or or just really anything uh that you know when to scale how to scale properly is is always a difficult uh task yeah the growing pains are always there no matter what you're doing if you're owning a business it's like it's always hard to figure out how you grow well uh even though you said you do have a lot of uh, clients coming in. Uh, if our listeners or viewers out there are interested in hiring your services or finding more about finding out more about Tiny Marketing, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yes, you can find me anywhere at sarahnoelblock.com. Easy, my name. Um, that's my, all of my social channels are my name and my website is my name. And if you want to email me, it's hello at sarahnoelblock.com. 
Great. And well, of course, we've been speaking with Sarah Noel Block, content marketing strategist at Tiny Marketing. Sarah, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Sarah. Really appreciate it. And Peter, thank you, of course, for joining us. Um, is there any kind of uh, links that people can use if they want to reach you or find your book, perhaps? Well, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, they can Google my name um, and, and my book comes up, um, you know, in um, Amazon. Um, so, you know, it's, that's a pretty easy solution. Although if they want a printed one, they have to get in touch with me, but they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, uh, Great. I'll, I'll think about that. <laughs> it's a good question. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us today, Peter. And thank you again, Sarah. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with more on Radio Entrepreneurs after this break.